This week, Mythbusters tearing down three common reverse mortgage myths. Americans have more equity than before and less debt. And open mortgage eyes expansion in growth in the future. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly for the week of July 15, 2019. If there's a good time to tear down myths and misconceptions about reverse mortgages, no time is better than now, especially in the wake of USA Today's expose last month. Jamie Hopkins wrote in Forbes about three common reverse mortgage myths, and he addresses each. He says a few years ago, he published a research article in the Journal of Financial Planning, and it showed that most Americans don't understand reverse mortgages. In fact, their scores were well below what one would call a passing grade. Respondents scored below 50% on a 10-question true-false quiz. And he suspects that much of that bad scoring could be attributed to the many half-truths and myths that are perpetuated in the media when it comes to reverse mortgage loans. He says it's a battle that's very similar to annuities. Those are insurance contracts with a deposit. And as a result, both are typically maligned in the media and widely misunderstood. The industries facing these headwinds have ramped up their marketing efforts, says Hopkins. The first half-truth he addresses from the USA Today expose is reverse mortgages are high interest rate loans. He says, are they really? Not exactly. Interest rates on a reverse mortgage are not out of line with most traditional 30-year mortgage loans. And he looks at the data from the end of 2018. In December, a 30-year fixed mortgage average fell to 4.58% from 4.73% in November 2018. And in the same time period, Heckam loans dropped from 469 to 4.67% on average. The second half-truth is that reverse mortgages are too expensive. Here he makes the argument to compare the cost with the value of the loan and also its unique non-recourse clause feature. Third is that reverse mortgages are not a long-term solution, a claim made by many media outlets, when in reality, a home equity conversion mortgage can help an older homeowner age in place, ensuring they have the means for longevity, safety in the home, and also comfort in their non-working years. Our second story features our exclusive sponsor of this podcast, Open Mortgage. Be sure to click on their banner on this page. Reverse Mortgage Daily recently interviewed their CEO, Scott Gordon, to look at their plans for the future expansion and growth. RMD's Chris Clow asked, now that your expansion plans are out in the open, no pun intended, what has been the response been like within the mortgage industry as well as Open's other partners? Scott Gordon said the response has been warm and positive to the expansion and following the compression of the market in 2018, they were positioned favorably to expand and their cash supply also allowed them to bring on more staff in the acquisition of Premier Home Mortgage and about one third of LiveWell's former team. Clow asked, has Open set any new monthly or annual volume targets given the influx of origination staff? Open CEO Scott Gordon replied they expect their total production will be up 50% this year and 50 to 100% the following. For more information, go to Reverse Mortgage Daily for the full interview. And our last story comes from the Reverse Review, part of HousingWire.com, and its chief editor, Jessica Guerin. It says Americans have more equity, but less debt. Sounds like good news to me. It says we have nearly as much home equity as we did when housing levels peaked, or values, excuse me, before the housing crisis. This according to a recent study on the state of the nation's housing market 
from Harvard's Joint Center for Housing Studies. It reveals that home equity has increased from $7 trillion in 2011 to $15.5 trillion. That's double in 2018. With this increase, home equity levels are approaching the pre-crisis peak of $17 trillion, while aggregate mortgage debt remains closer to the post-crisis low, says the study. And that, folks, is a really good sign showing that we are most likely not entering another housing bubble. The question is, with all this newfound equity, are homeowners rushing to the bank to get a home equity loan or line of credit? HELOCs are not actually flying off the shelves as much as one would suspect for home improvements or other purchases. The study states, although the aggregate volume of cash-out refinances and home equity loans and lines of credit has risen slightly in recent years, withdrawals remain near their 2000 level and well below the peak during the housing boom. That concludes another episode of Heckin' World Weekly. Be sure to return next week so you can catch up on the latest reverse mortgage news and commentary in your car at the gym, no matter where you may find yourself. And don't forget, you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. If you're not there already, be sure to go to heckamworld.com. There you can find our latest breaking video commentary and analysis. Have a great week.